Hey all, and welcome back to the Game Anomicon podcast, where we talk about uh, upcoming projects and uh, kind of the trials and tribulations of being a mostly one-man indie shop uh, in the board game space, or tabletop gaming space, I shall say. Um, Coming up in this episode, we're talking about a brand new experience to me. Uh, This is going to be Game Anomicon's first ever kickstarter last year i became aware of the kickstarter event zine quest uh, that was actually zine quest 2 which is a special event that kickstarter ran uh, for those two prior years and they are doing again this year which is dedicated to doing kind of small uh, self-contained uh, products a zine as it were right small uh, often black and white, often self-published uh, booklets or pamphlets uh, of RPGs or supplemental uh, information and that sort of thing. So Kickstarter uh, requires those to be two-week long Kickstarter, so they are shorter and uh, more manageable length. Uh, they often have smaller goals as well. Uh, and the books have to be, uh, let's see, I believe one color. So generally that is black and white. Uh, and there are some binding requirements as well, uh, which I am not as strong to speak on off the top of my head. Now, that said, uh, I backed several projects last year and thought it was really cool. So I've kind of been waiting on tenterhooks for the announcement of Zine Quest 3, which is moving forward right now, um, launching in February of 2021. And I'm participating with Warmer in the Winter. Now, some of you may have already taken a look at the beta edition of Warmer that we put out. Uh, I keep wanting to say last year, but uh, technically now that's more than a year, back in 2019, uh, which was kind of an early, a rough draft. Uh, and I think it's a really great start for a game like this. And we're excited to expand more. So what is Warmer in the Winter, then? It is a holiday romance-themed RPG. If you've seen any number of Hallmark or Lifetime or, heck, now Netflix uh, Christmas movies, even there's a handful of New Year's ones uh, that are are dedicated to kind of these light, fluffy, cozy rom-coms, Mainly just the rom portion, the romance portion here. Um, Occasionally a light mystery or or the like. Uh, Very feel-good sort of things. They they have a strong following uh, and a lot of of fun for a lot of folks every year. My wife, Kristen, is personally a huge fan of them, and uh, I've come around as well. We watch quite a few uh, in November and December, and so she kind of helped me on that beta draft, really kind of craft a lot of the things that we want to uh, give it that holiday feel. Now, that said, 
uh, the game is not only directed toward that. There's a lot of overlap in the kind of tropes of the genre uh, of those type of films with uh, some different TV shows. You, you may be familiar with a Hallmark Channel show, which actually had a movie series as well. Uh, Good Witch, uh, even potentially something like Gilmore Girls. Uh, which is, is focused on kind of this lighthearted dramedy uh, sort of romance um, and uh, the interactions of the townspeople and that type of thing. Um, I do think Warmer in the Winter is a, is a strong fit for that type of game as well. Now, how it accomplishes this, uh, it is built on the Powered by the Apocalypse uh, system, with a lot of inspiration drawn uh, in a general sense from Monster Hearts and a more specific sense uh, from Simple World, which was a, a great skeleton to use to get started uh, in framing this particular game. Now, because I, I do have a personal love of Monster Hearts, uh, and of course it's it's got its own kind of blend of uh, cynical teenage edginess to that type of uh, love, possibly in quotes, story. Uh, and, and this being uh, in some ways a little bit of an homage there. I like to joke that this game is actually powered by the heart, uh, which is a nice little cozy nod as well. So that said, in, in the beta edition, uh, you're going to find uh, a skeleton uh, with a good bit of meat on it already. Uh, you've got uh, your general uh, matchmaker moves. That is our GM or DM type of, of name. I think it really serves to reinforce uh, that you are, you are guiding and rooting for your characters, right? You are trying to make matches happen and really um, make that, that cozy romance feeling flow. Now, there, there's a number of those pieces as well. Uh, there are 10 roles. Uh, those are your, your classes, your archetypes, your playbooks, depending on the terminology you want to use, uh, that capture a variety of the broad character tropes in this genre. Uh, for instance, a couple of them say the the beloved uh, is kind of the centerpiece of the action. They would be your main character in a lot of these films. Uh, you may also have the the rival, right, who uh, may be a friend or frenemy, uh, possibly vying for the same love interest or the same job or something along those lines uh, and causing some conflict or drama there. Uh, you may have the elder, uh, who would be an older uh, townsperson, uh, possibly a, a relative, uh, an uncle or a grandmother or something who uh, is providing that sage advice and offering their life experience, uh, that type of thing. You may have the, uh, the goofball character who isn't quite understood uh, and has a quirky sense of humor uh, and kind of comes in and disrupts things in sort of a bumbling way. So there, there's a wide variety uh, of options there. As well, uh, a 
common piece of the Good Witch series that this definitely also has a nod to is, of course, that uh, titular character of the Good Witch who kind of knows more and uh, is helping kind of piece things together with some of this supernatural knowledge. And that is also um, somewhat commonplace in a variety of the holiday movies as well. Um, the um, Netflix films, uh, I believe, um, had a wink and a nod, shall we say, to a possible spirit of Christmas or Father Christmas. And uh, there are definitely others as well that have featured a, a guardian angel or uh, Santa Claus or uh, actually Mrs. Claus, I believe, rather. Uh, memorably in a uh, the night before Christmas. Uh, so that's a common trope as well. So the game also plays around with kind of a communally utilized supernatural character, if players choose to use it, uh, who can influence things in more surprising kind of meta ways. Now, that's all available in the beta edition that's already out. The Kickstarter, however, uh, we're looking to expand this. Of course, we're gonna we're gonna clean up, tidy up some of the terminology uh, and phrasing of the the rules and that sort of thing. Uh, but we're also going to expand on the supernatural character, uh, drawing even more on some ideas from games like uh, Kids on Bikes uh, or Girl Underground, and try to to amp up the the utility and interaction of this communal character, uh, as well. The settings of these uh, films uh, or series are also often important. A lot of times, the the town, uh, generally a you know small, cozy little hamlet, uh, is often just as important as any of the characters. So we're also going to uh, expand on the setting with some locations uh, that you can use as kind of a, a sample town. Uh, to set your game, and these locations can help uh, provide prompts and, and interactions um, somewhat uh, akin uh, to Girl Underground as well. So we're, we're looking at expanding and making it kind of a more cohesive uh, fit, and I'm looking forward to getting this updated version out to everybody. Now, as well, if things go very well with the Kickstarter, you will also notice some stretch goals uh, for updated art, uh, a couple additional roles to bring us up to 12 that I had in mind, uh, the rake and the out of time uh, roles who uh, you can probably get a guess, the, the rake being this much more kind of playa figure, if you'll pardon me using that term. Um, who is uh, disrupting things in a little bit of a different way from the rival uh, or the out of time who brings in a little bit of that supernatural element, uh, say a knight brought forward in time or a, a ghost time traveling. And there's, there's various plays on that trope as well. And lastly, uh, if we do very well, uh, I would also like to expand things with a second uh, setting with some additional locations that maybe take it to a more urban environment than the traditional uh, cozy hamlet. So I'm looking forward to this. I hope you all 
are as well. And uh, take a look. And if you've got questions, feel free to ask. I'd love to try and answer them. Thanks, and we'll see you later. <laughs>